it's almost here. There's so many things that are almost here, actually. Markel Fultz, back in practice, the magic practice today. He'll have his first practice, at least as far as we know, with the team at the Amway Center, and his comeback is nearing its end. Also, tomorrow starts the official countdown to the trade deadline. We'll talk a little bit about the magic strategy. It's another wonderful episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is December 14th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, since it happened over the weekend and we didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday, Markel Fultz back in practice. We're nearing the return of the Magic's point guard. Why it's going to be a huge help for the Orlando Magic. Whenever he comes back, whether it's this week, next week, the week after, but it's soon. It's soon. It's coming soon. We'll also talk a little bit about the trade deadline, which is also coming up soon. Tomorrow marks the official start of trade season with um, almost every player who signed a contract in the summer or in the offseason eligible to be traded. We'll talk about what the Magic strategy should be and the latest rumor about Terrence Ross and what the Magic are looking for for him. We'll get to all that. Coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether we're your first listen of the day or part of your day throughout the course of the day, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, you can download us wherever you download podcasts. Plus, we are officially streaming on YouTube as well. Let me plug my computer in real fast so we can get going here. Today's podcast also brought to you by Tr- Truebill. This uh, The Truebill is a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. It can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Check it out today at Truebill. So, we haven't had the injury update in a while. We obviously heard from Jeff Weltman, was roughly, what, two, three, two and a half weeks ago now? Um, we heard from Jeff Weltman giving us a little bit of an update on where the Magic's injured players are at. We got a, a more concrete update about Markel Fultz. We were told at that point that he was starting to play some two-on-two, some three-on-three. He was going to go work out and practice with the Lakeland Magic. We actually got to watch and watch him a little bit if we were at that at that morning shoot-around, um, and we got to see uh, and we got to see him, uh, you know, take some bumps and play a little bit, which was real. I mean, and I, I was telling people who asked me like, "How did Markel look?" I was like, "Look, he looks good. Tired, but good." Um, you know, and 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 of course, we're we're beginning to see a lot more. Surprise, surprise! Markel Fultz flew out to Los Angeles last week while the Magic had a couple days in the city of Angels and worked out and practiced with the Orlando Magic once again. He practiced with the team on Friday, uh, finished off their road trip in Los Angeles over the last few days, um, and practiced fully in the Magic's practice. Now, was it a hard practice? Did they do full scrimmaging? Apparently, they did some live action and some live work, and Fultz was able to participate in all of it. That is a really, really good sign, and we are officially on hashtag FultzWatch. Um, it could be any day, folks. Um, you know, it, it, that's probably putting too soon of a timeline on it. 
Uh, but we are getting very, very close to Markel Fultz returning to the court. Uh, uh, such an important and big step for this Orlando Magic team just because they, they don't have any other point guards. Franz Wagner right now is essentially the backup point guard, which we love Franz. Franz has been great. We'll talk a little bit more about Franz probably tomorrow. Um, Franz is fantastic. We all love the kid. They need a point guard. They need someone that can settle them down and help them play. And, and again, the numbers all back this up. The Magic are, I think, minus 19 net rating, 19 point something net rating when Cole Anthony's off the floor. They're minus 2.8, 2. Uh, 2. I believe, when he's on the floor. Um, again, not great numbers. You, you obviously want to see that on the plus side. Um, but the Magic struggle when Cole Anthony is not on the on the floor. That's that's just the, the truth and, and the bottom line at the end of the day. Um Get, Fultz, you know, again, just, just from our personal standpoint, anytime you see players come back from major injuries like the one Fultz had, um, it'll be, it's been a little bit more than 11 months since Fultz has torn ACL. Um, anytime you see guys come back, it, it's always a good good thing. It's always a good sign. Um, and, you know, Marco Fultz has been through far more than he should in, in his young career, to be frank. Um, you know, again, whether you think he's, a great player. I don't think he'll ever get back to Washington, Markel Fultz. But um, no matter what you think, the, the kid has has been dealt a really bad hand. He's kept a positive attitude about things. Um, everyone here in Orlando has completely embraced him. His teammates have embraced him. Um, everyone is cheering for this kid to come back and, and make an impact once again. Um, you know, again, Fultz's numbers last year weren't the best, weren't the greatest thing in the world. Or we probably overblew them a little bit. Um, he was starting to come back down to earth. Um, when the injury hit, he was averaging around 12 points per game. I think it was around six, seven assists per game, um, you know, five rebound, five, six rebounds per game. So like he's, he's a multifaceted point guard, but really it's just about the the stability and the pace that he plays. And we talked a little bit about pace yesterday and how the magic sometimes struggle to control their pace and, and, and deal with pressure. A lot of that is they have really young players. And a lot of that is they have guys who aren't quite ready to be on the ball when the pressure's up and they don't have a veteran that could kind of calm them down and get a shot. You know, again, Marco Fultz probably isn't an all-star. He probably isn't number one pick Marco Fultz anymore. And we don't want, we don't, I mean, obviously it would be nice to have number one pick Marco Fultz, but the Magic aren't expecting that. They just want solid point guard, solid, reliable point guard Marco Fultz, which is what he was in 2019, which is what he was in 2020, and what he was looking like in 2021, where he really seemed like he was someone who could control and, and create pace in a game. The Magic needs someone that, you know, can calm everyone down, especially with that bench unit. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of us have said and watched this team, this team is going to be a lot better when Marco Fultz is there, just because that's the way Marco Fultz plays. Um, and, and that, I think, is abundantly true. Um, this team will be a lot better when Marco Fultz is able to play, when Marco Fultz is able to be out on the court. Um, it's it's obviously, this is obviously really good news. Um, you know, again, he's probably going to practice with the team today in Orlando. He's you know, whether he's, you know, the Magic are not scheduled to practice the rest of the week. Um, so maybe he spends some time in Lakeland while they're practicing and gets some extra run and practice there. Magic have two home games. This would be a good time to bring him back if there was a plan to. Um, they do go on a three-game road trip. It would be, you know, he might travel on that road trip. He might not. I think that I don't think Magic are scheduled to practice on the road. Um, so he might be, he might stay, stay behind to practice. But we are getting really, really close. We can start pinpointing and figuring out when he's going to be re when he's going to be back or, or when the magic might be targeting to bring him back i would say it's either going to be this homestand or probably not till just after christmas um the magic have a little homestand um, where they play the bucks twice um those could be good opportunities to get him back into the fold and back into the swing of things 
Um, but obviously, the Magic don't put timelines on these things. He may welcome back on the road. But we are getting very, 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 very close to Markel Fultz returning to the court. And obviously, that is such a huge thing. As for Jonathan Isaac, there's no new update on him. The last time that we heard from Jeff Waltman, we were told that he was not as far along as Markel Fultz. And again, we don't know. You know, obviously, we could look back now about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Um, that Markel Fultz was doing a little bit more than maybe they let on. You know, he said he was cleared for contact. He was doing some two-on-two, three-on-three. Now he's doing five-on-five again. Um, You know, so how far behind is Isaac? No one really knows. Jeff Feltman did say that they're working on kind of rebuilding his base um, and and, and kind of working to strengthen strengthen his his legs and hips probably a little bit to make sure, and knees obviously, to make sure that this kind of injury doesn't recur, to make sure that he's able to get through a season in full. Um, they, you know, again, it's it's Weltman. He's obviously going to be high on his guys, but he was very high on on Isaac and the improvements that he's been able to make while he's been rehabbing. The question is just when is he going to be cleared to play? Um, and nobody really knows. Again, keep an eye on the NBA, on the Maddox injury report. I will be doing that every day. We're officially on hashtag Fultz Watch. Um, so we will be keeping an eye on the injury report to see when uh, these guys can be cleared. Again, my prediction is, they're not going to say anything unless you ask, but they're not going to say anything until that injury report suddenly says that, oh, Marco Fultz is questionable. That's exciting. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that as it could be any day now. We'll talk a little bit about the trade deadline coming up and what the Magic plan to do with Terrence Ross um, in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam. It's, it's you know, it's a good one, mind you, but it's a business scam out to get you. They know that you don't pay attention to everything on your credit card bill. You don't remember everything that you're paying for monthly. And if it's just a recurring payment, yeah, that's easy for you because you don't have to think about paying your bill, but that's how they get you. You get buried in all those subscriptions and suddenly you don't know what you're paying for anymore. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and help them save more then $100 million. That's one with two zeros and then several zeros after that. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. That's locked on NBA with two N's. Go right now. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Stance. Look, Nobody thinks about your feet and how important your feet are. They, they really are the stabilizers for everything. I can tell you from personal experience, I broke my foot playing basketball one time. It was the first time I'd ever needed crutches. It was the first time I was ever in a walking boot. Those days when I couldn't walk, when I wasn't quite strong or ready enough to walk, were some of the hardest days of my life. I never understood how important my feet were until I lost one of them for a little bit. So why not make your feet as comfortable as possible? That's what Stance does. Stance is the 
up this most comfortable, uh, honestly, the most comfortable sock I have ever worn. The apparel is well-made, super soft, and entirely unique. It's a lot of fun to wear, and, and it's something that you look forward to purchase for yourself and others. You know, usually socks are kind of the throwaway gift uh, around the holiday season. No, it is the greatest gift around the holiday season because a good pair of socks changes everything. Stance has just launched a new line of active apparel, and for holiday gifting time, Stance is the coolest gift you can get. They're incredibly comfortable. They have shirts, joggers, hoodies, also incredibly comfortable, but this is more about your feet. Stance is so different from boring old socks, underwear, and apparel. You never want to settle for less. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. What are your favorite designs? You can get Batman, The Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, NBA, Pixar, Disney, Marvel. A lot of different, different pop cultures you can express yourself and do it in comfort. I am a big fan of Stan socks. Obviously, they, 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 are, they are special socks, but they make your feet feel like they are walking on pillows. You don't understand it until you try it. I, I, really, I really believe that. Um, the Stan socks, they are just beyond comfortable. So make sure you get your hands on some Stan socks this holiday season. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. So those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter what part of your day we are, whether we're the first thing that you listen to in the morning, whether you download us right when we become available, uh, when we publish, whether you're listening to us when you work out, at work, on break, on your way home, uh, before the Magic game, on your way to the Magic game tomorrow, we truly appreciate you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, we're available wherever you download podcasts, as well as streaming on YouTube as well. So... Trade deadline season is nearly here, um, and we're already beginning to see some of the rumors start to pop out, but um, the importance of December 15th every year should not be understated. So let's just, I was saving this episode for tomorrow, but news has forced me to push it up to today. Um, let's go over why December 15th is such a big day. Um, December 15th is the day in the collective bargaining agreement um, that, uh, that, that, uh, is, that turns everyone into a trade asset, essentially. On December 15th, every player who signed a contract in the offseason um, becomes eligible to be traded. The standard NBA player contract, if I'm not mistaken, says a player cannot be traded within three months of signing their contract or December 15th, whichever is later. So December 15th is the unofficial opening of the trade season. Obviously, that's not how it really works in real life. Um, everyone is discussing trades at all times. Um they're discussing trades after the trade deadline. I, I, I tell people this all the time. The trade deadline, you put your pencils down, but the conversations don't stop. Um, if, you know, as long as the guy's not, ex, not an expiring contract, um, I, I, I imagine trade discussions continue on past the trade deadline as they get ready for the draft. And obviously, there are these, these pressure points and these. 
deadlines, that movement. This year, obviously, is going to be no shortage of trade discussions throughout the course of the league. We're already hearing plenty about Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Um, you're hearing plenty about Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal. Jalen Brown might be entering the trade discussions in the trade rumor mill as well. CJ McCollum is going to be in the trade trade rumor mill. Um, there's there's a lot, uh, you know, Miles Turner uh, and half the Indiana Pacers going to be entering the trade rumor mill. There's going to be a lot going on at this year's trade deadline. Um, and next year, of course, is a year where not a lot of teams have cap room. It is not a big free agency summer. Um, the Magic will be one of those teams with cap room next summer. Um, and so a lot of teams are probably looking to make the trade deadline and make uh, and make this time of the year their free agency, their chance to really bolster their rosters and set themselves up for the summer. And, and again, uh, I, I, I we could go over this a little bit more in the offseason, but my theory is trades are the new free agency. Um, players are much better at maneuvering where they want to go um, and avoiding free agency entirely to make sure that they maximize their bird rights and maximize their their ability to sign new contracts. Um, it's it's definitely a, a thing. It's definitely a thing, uh, and, and and I think that that trade increasingly trades are how teams improve significantly more than than in free agency. The latest though comes from Shams Tarani. Again, the Magic don't leak anything. We know this, so take everything that you that you see and know that it's probably not coming from the Magic. Um, Shams Tarani of the Athletic reports that teams are inquiring about Terrence Ross, probably the most valuable trade chip that the Magic have. Um, but Orlando is continuing to look for future assets. They're continuing to look for uh, first-round picks and, and draft capital. Um, that's what they're looking for uh, in this trade market. And, and that makes sense. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the Magic's larger trade strategy. But Orlando probably has too many young players as it is. I'd like to see them bring in a veteran of some sort. Um, I, I'm beginning to look and fish around because I'm trying to find maybe a higher priced veteran that the magic could bring in maybe with a trade exception that they have um, just to, just to give some more stability to the roster. And, you know, I, essentially the way I describe it is I think the magic need to find a Gordon Hayward um, if they're going to speed up, if they're looking to speed up their rebuild a little bit um, just because uh, you know, uh, what Gordon Hayward did for the Hornets, I think was really invaluable. He, again, a little bit overpaid, certainly, um, but gave that team a lot of stability, gave them a consistent scoring option. And now that, you know, those guys have grown up a little bit um, and, you know, he's in and out of the lineup with injuries, he plays a really good supporting role. So I am looking around a little bit for a guy like that. Um, I think that's some something that the Magic could end up spending their money on this offseason in. Um, and again, could be something they target at the trade deadline. Um, but the Terrence Ross thing, um, it, right now it's okay for the Magic to be asking for a high price. They're looking for a first round pick. It would probably be a protected pick or a late first round pick. Um, uh, the Magic would probably have to take on a little bit of dead salary as well to, to make the, the contracts match. Um, they, you know, that uh, Ross makes about 12 million a year, so it's not killer. And obviously the Magic have a ton of cap room, but you're going to eat into that pretty quickly, uh, if you're not careful. Um, you know, or, so Orlando, I think has that has some position and has some power in these trade negotiations. The big thing with Ross is the Ross has an extra year on his contract. So he's going to generate a lot of interest. Um, he's one of the best shooters that's going to become available at this year's trade deadline. Um, and so I don't think this will be the last uh, Terrence Ross trade rumor that we hear. Um, I think that he is going to be one of the big pieces that is discussed at this year's trade deadline. And really every trade point from this point forward till the end of his contract um, he's going to be made available because, you know, he doesn't quite fit what the Magic are doing. He's playing a lot better than he was earlier in the season. He's obviously not having the greatest overall season, but, you know, he's just coming off a big game against the Clippers. He's, he had a he had a decent game against the Lakers on Sunday. Um, he's starting to find his spots and pick up his play, and so I think that is 
a good sign. Obviously, you want him to play well because that helps the Magic play well, um, but that'll also increase his trade value too. Um, it, it's, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Um, you know, I think that Ross, I think that the Magic are asking a lot for Ross. I think getting a first-round pick would be a huge, huge win for the team. Um, I do think they will have to take on some dead salary um, to, to, you know, again, someone that maybe isn't performing up to their salary levels and just kind of help the team clear out some cap. Um, I, I do think that that is, that is something the team's going to have to do, but um, I do think there's going to be a huge market for Ross. I think a lot of teams are going to covet Ross uh, to help boost their playoff hopes. The Knicks will probably be in that running. The Lakers, I think, will be in that running. Um, you know, I think a, a lot of te- the Sixers, I think, will be a, a team that's going to be looking uh, to at, looking to add a player like Ross. Um, the question is, can the Magic find a deal that they're looking for? Can the Magic figure out what they want? And that's really kind of the big question, I think, that that we need to address as the Magic gets set for the trade deadline and for trade season. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Boost. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes, the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers, coverages not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. So what are the Magic's goals um, entering this trade deadline? Um, it's, it's, that part's a little bit tricky, to be perfectly honest, um, to, to really describe. Um, you know, I, I think that the Magic are still, are still in this talent collection phase. Um, you know, they're still in this phase of trying to figure out what they have. And obviously, we haven't been able to evaluate what we have because two key players are missing. Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz not in the lineup, and their absences are very much felt. Um, again, we're not judging this season on wins and losses, but there are certain lineups that are out there that I'm just like, I, I'm not learning anything from this lineup, and frankly, those lineups are also lineups that the Magic are losing. In. Um, this isn't like, you know, again, I'm not to, not to denigrate what the Houston Rockets have done, but the Houston Rockets are winning a lot of their games without Jalen Green in the lineup uh, and with Eric Gordon as their leading scorer. Is that teaching them anything? Is that telling them anything about their rebuild and what they're trying to accomplish? The Magic at least have been able to see what Cole Anthony looks like. They've been able to see a little bit of Jalen Suggs. They've been able to see a little bit of their young talent, um, Wendell Carter, uh, Franz Wagner, um, be able to flourish a little bit. And, and they need to see what that looks like with Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac so they begin, can begin to shape and mold the team. At the end of the day, anything the Magic do right now has to be done with that idea of what the ultimate vision for this team is. There's no short-term fixes. Again, the season's not about wins and losses. There's really not even timelines. The only timelines they have to worry about are Gary Harris and his expiring contract and Mo Bamba and his expiring contract. 
Everything else, they can punt to later. It's not the end of the world if Terrence Ross is still on the roster at the end of the year, unless there was a promise made to him to trade him by the trade deadline, to say, hey, stick tight with us. We'll get you a playoff team in February. If, if that's the case, then yeah, Jeff Altman needs to make that trade. And everything that I have heard about the Magic, um, and there's certainly some public reporting on this as well, that you know Jeff Altman is very upfront with his players about what what the expectations are and what they're what they're trying to do and letting them know and, and and being part and you know at least having some some knowledge of that conversation. Um, you know, from everything I have heard, Waltman is extremely honest with the players, and when he says something, he doesn't. So, you know, I'm not going to put it I'm not going to put it past him that you know they they you know they they're going to take care of Terrence Ross in the end. They took care of Nikola Vucevic in the end. They took care of Aaron Gordon in the end. They took care of Evan Fournier in the end. Um, put them in positions where they could win, where they could grow, where they could continue to develop and could serve the magic as well. Um, so I think Jeff Waltman has done a very good job on trades, and that's something that that has been something that has been a strength of his when he has decided to pull the trigger. Um, obviously, we can criticize him for not pulling the trigger on some other deals that that may or may not have been out there, but that's either here nor there. But the Magic right now have to be focused on that big picture, on the team they ultimately want to be, and everything at the trade deadline has to be done in service of that. Um, this is an evaluation year. Um, there's still so much that this team is still trying to learn and, and hasn't learned. Um, and so sitting here today on December 14th, you know, the trade deadline is February 10th, two months, you know, two, three months out from the trade deadline or two months out from the trade deadline. Um, we don't know enough to, to make deals to say what this team should do other than, you know, dumping salary. I mean, I'm a big proponent of the magic should find another veteran, whether it's in free agency next summer or at this trade deadline, find another veteran to help stabilize this roster and fit, you know, maybe more of what you're looking for a veteran to do. I, I don't think Terrence Ross and Gary Harris are, I think they're good locker room guys. Um, I don't think they're perfect veterans on court for this team right now. Um, you know, Gary Harris is starting to come around. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've been a big believer in Gary Harris and he's starting to reward us a little bit for that belief. Terrence Ross, not you know, not not quite the veteran that I think this team needs, although I think he's still very, 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 very valuable. What the Magic have to do, though, is begin to shape and form this roster. Um, I'll remind you what one of my goals was for this season. One of my goals for this season is to have some idea of who this team wants to be and how this team wants to play. My disappointment in the first quarter of the season is that that is still a mystery to me. I can't tell you what the Magic are trying to do quite yet. Defensively, I, they've been so inconsistent to downright bad. And offensively, it's been a lot of freelancing, which I don't mind. I think there's, I think there's something empowering about that, um, and it fits their guards. But I don't think there's a distinct style quite yet, and we need to see that begin to develop here over the next twenty games, especially when Markel and Jonathan return, which again is going to happen at some point. It's going to happen. Markel's going to be back soon. Figuring out what that ultimate vision is, though, will enable the team to make the moves that they have to make to go get the young player that maybe fits what they want or the, the role player they want to replace what they're losing in Terrence Ross. Um, to me, yes, draft capital is important. It's good. I'm not going to shy it away, but there's so many young players on this team. Another first round pick isn't going to drive me crazy. Um, I'm not a fan of the stockpiling picks because eventually you do, eventually those picks, either you, you use them as trade capital, as trade bait, or you, you draft players with them. Um, and those players are young, and young players are bad. That's that's just the truth. That's that's part of the issue. Um, there's a lot that's going to happen here at the trade deadline. Um, the Magic are going to be an active team. They're going to be a good 13 facilitator. With the cap room that they have available next year, they don't have cap room this year. They're over the cap right now. 
But next year, they're one of the few teams with max cap room. I think I have them around $30 million of cap room, a little bit, maybe a little bit more than that. I have, I'll have to redo my math on that. But the Magic are going to have some cap room and some money to spend next summer if they want to spend it. They probably will not because they're not ready to spend it. Um, but Orlando is going to be a team that others are going to use. And they're going to look for opportunities to grab players they want um, and be involved in some of these conversations. That everything has to be done with that long-term vision. There's no saving this season. There's no making this season bigger than it is or bigger than it or bigger than it has to be. There's none of that. The, the Magic aren't interested in that. But the Magic are interested in is continuing to build for their future and continuing to support the young players that they have in place. Plus, the young player they're expected to bring in at next year's draft. That's really what the vision of this team is. And again, we want to see some machinations toward that vision, either at this year's trade deadline or next summer. Um, as this team continues to build and grow, as the Magic makes some evaluations over what they have and how best to move forward this season. The trade deadline is coming up. Two months is going to go by real fast, and it's going to be a busy one for the Orlando Magic. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them by sending the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And don't forget, we're now streaming on YouTube as well. Just search for Locked On Magic. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Right now on the site, we have our case for Cole Anthony to be an NBA All-Star. He is saying it quietly and not so quietly because it's Cole Anthony. And, and that's what Cole Anthony does. Um, now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Bets podcast. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic or Orlando Magic Daily Locked On Magic. Like. See you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.